You are listening to the Catholic Exchange Podcast. Hello and welcome. This is Michael Litchens with you once again on Catholic Exchange's podcast, Episode 3. A blessed feast of St. Agatha to all of you. This is a holy day. I'm very glad to welcome you here. Today I'm going to be giving you a very brief reading from Jacques Benin Bousset. He was a bishop that lived in France up until 1704. Though he died hundreds of years ago, his writings are incredible. He was a well-known preacher. He was lionized and praised by everyone from Ronald Knox to Evelyn Waugh to Hilaire Belloc, one of my personal heroes. But he was largely forgotten until recently when Sophie Institute Press brought his words back into English, thanks to Dr. Christopher Bloom at the Augustine Institute. And we collected this in Meditations for Lent. You can find this at CatholicExchange.com at our shop or at SophiaInstitute.com or Amazon.com. You can get it in book, ebook, however you would like to hear it. But I'll read a selection so you can hear this voice. It's not going to sound anything like Bishop Busway because I'm not even sure if he knew English, but I think we'll be happy to hear this. And we published this as Pray to God in Secret on February 3rd, 2015. And that's on CatholicExchange.com if you want to read more of this, and also get sample chapters from SophieInstitute.com, however you like to do it. Pray to God in secret. Go into your room, that is, into the most private part of your home, or rather, go into the most intimate place in your heart. Recollect yourself completely. Shut the door, Matthew 6, 6. Shut your senses and let no foreign thoughts enter. Pray in secret. Open your heart to God alone. Let him be the keeper of your innermost sorrows. Do not heap up empty praises. Matthew 6, 7. It is unnecessary to tell God that your needs in lengthy speeches, for he knows all of them before you say a word. Tell him interiorly about what will profit you, and recollect yourself in God. The prayers of the pagans who do not know God are only a heap of senseless phrases. Say little with your lips and much in your heart. Do not multiply your thoughts, for doing so will only confuse and tire you. Bring your attention to rest upon some important truth that captures your mind and heart. Consider, weigh, and taste it. Ruminate upon it and enjoy it. Truth is the bread of your soul. You do not need to swallow each morsel whole, nor do you need always to be passing from one truth to another. Hold on to one, embracing it until it becomes a part of you. Attach your heart to it even more than your mind. Draw forth from all its juices by pressing it with your attention. God sees you in secret. Know that he sees you in your very depths, and infinitely further than you do yourself. Make a simple, lively act of faith in his presence. Christian soul, place yourself entirely under his gaze. He is very near. He is present, for he gives being and motion to all things. Yet you must believe more. You must believe with a lively faith that he is present to you by giving you all of your good thoughts from within. As holding in his hand the source from which they come, not only the good thoughts, but also whatever good desires, good resolutions, and every good act of the will, from its very first beginning and birth to its final perfection. Believe, too, that he is in the souls of the just, and that he makes his dwelling there, within according to these words of the lord we will come to him and make our home with him john 
He is there in a stable and permanent way. He makes his home there. Desire that he should be in you in this way. Offer yourself to him as his dwelling and temple. Now come out, and with the same faith that enables you to see within you, look upon him in heaven, where he manifests himself to his beloved. It is there that he awaits you. Run, fly, break your chains, break all bonds that tie you down to flesh and blood. O oh God, when will I see you? When will I have that pure heart that enables you to be seen in yourself, outside of yourself, everywhere? O oh, light that enlightens the world, O oh, life that gives life to the living, O oh, truth that feeds us all, O oh, God that satisfies us all, O oh, love that binds all together, I praise you, my Heavenly Father, who sees me in secret. Our Life, A Journey to God Let us read the words of St. John. Before the Feast of Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world, to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. We know that the word Passover signifies a journey. One of the reasons for this name is that the Feast of Passover was instituted when the Lord chose the people to come out of Egypt in order to go into the land that had been promised to their fathers. This was a prefigurement of the journey that the new chosen people would have to make their home in heaven. The whole of Christian life consists in making this journey well, and it was to that end that our Lord directed all his deeds, as St. John seems to be saying and telling us here. The first thing that we should notice is that we must make this Passover, this journey with Jesus Christ. For this reason, the evangelist begins with the account of the Passover of our Lord with these words. Before the feast of Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world to the Father. O oh Jesus, I present myself to you to make that journey in your company. I wish to depart from this world with you to your Father, whom you have wished to be my own. The world passes away, says your Apostle, 1 John 2.17. The form of this world is passing away, 1 Corinthians 7.31. But I do not wish to pass away with this world. I wish to pass over to your Father. This is the journey that I have to make, and I want to make it with you. In the old Passover, the Jews who were sent to leave Egypt for the Promised Land had to present themselves in traveler's garb, with staff in hand and Lloyd's skirt and sandals on their feet, and they had to eat in haste, ready to march at any moment, Exodus 12.11. This is the image of the condition in which the Christian should place himself in order to make this Passover with Jesus, in order to pass his Father with him. O oh, my Savior, receive your traveler. Here I am ready, holding on to nothing. I want to leave this world with you and go to the Father. Why do I hesitate to leave? Am I still attached to this life? What errors pins me to this place of exile? You are going to depart, my Savior, and resolve though I am to go with you, Yet I am troubled when I am told that all good things must be left behind. Cowardly traveler, why do you fear? The journey that you have to make is the same that our Savior will make in our gospel. Are you afraid to go with him? Listen, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world. Let us depart from this world with joy, but let us not wait until our final moments to begin that journey. When the Israelites went forth from Egypt, they did not immediately arrive in the Promised Land. Although they had forty years still to wander in the desert, they celebrated their Passover because they were leaving Egypt and beginning their journey. 
Let us learn to celebrate our Passover from the very first step. Let our journey be a perpetual one. Let us never stop. Let us never remain in one place. But let us always make our camp according to the example of the Israelites. May everything be a desert to us as it was to them. Let us, like them, always live beneath a tent. For our house is everywhere. Let us march, 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 and make our journey with Jesus. Let us die to the world daily. Let us say with the Apostle, I die every day. I am not of the world. I am only passing through, holding on to nothing. And once more, that was Bishop Bousset's from Meditations for Lent, and we titled that Pray to God in Secret. You can get that book once more on CatholicExchange.com through our shop or at SophiaInstitute.com. It's on sale this week, and it's a great book to have either as an ebook or as a regular book. You will greatly appreciate it, I assure you. This will help you to have the best Lent you can have. Each chapter is just a little few pages, and you read it every day. I like to read it in the morning if I go to Mass right before Mass, but otherwise I'll just do it when I'm about to start work. It's really well worth it, and I highly, highly recommend it. Well, and that is all we have today here at the CE Podcast. I thank you all for joining me. Please join me again tomorrow when we'll have a few more podcasts up. We'll also be scheduling a few interviews this week. If you have any questions or have any thoughts, hit me at editor at catholicexchange.com. God bless you all. God love you. Have a wonderful week. Cheers. And may your life be full of little miracles.